Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. If you enjoy our podcast, if you like supporting what we do, you need to go to the MaximusPodcast.com and sign yourself up for the Inner Circle. For a monthly fee, you will have access to programs, daily training, uh, workouts, nutritional advice, motivational videos from Joe. Joe's a lot better at putting them on than <laughs> I am. Uh, messaging back and forth with us and, and really one-on-one guidance because we do make an effort to converse with all of our members. We help them with stuff. We help them with programming. So if you like this, if you like us, and if you like the people that are in our community, I get you don't know them, but you should like them. If you like the same podcast, then get your ass over to the MaximusPodcast.com and sign up. We are also sponsored by Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com. Go get yourself some tactical boots or the best workout shoes on the planet known to man uh, that are made completely free from animal products. Uh, I have no clue if that's true or not. I just want to ride this vegan train that everybody seems to be on. (laughs) So we are uh, against animal cruelty and all that kind of stuff. So go to lalo.com, use the code Maximus20 and get yourself a pair of Maximus shoes for 20% off. Joe, we are going to hit this hard and quick today because, listen, here's the thing. I'm reading about all this new year, new you stuff. There's not going to be a new you. You're the same shitty person you were in 2019, (laughs) 2018, 2017. And I hate to rain on your parade, but if you don't change – it doesn't hit the stroke of midnight and you turn into Cinderella. Right. I think I got the story backwards there. I think she turned into a <laughs> or something at midnight. But you're not just going to all of a sudden wake up on January 1st a different person because of the new you. Right. New year, well, new let's let's be honest. The, the, the planet made one rotation around the sun. That doesn't change anything in your psychology. Like, let's get over this. No. So what we want you guys to do is less uh, – spending your time in your headphones, less watching TV and more work. Yes. If you're going to do more work, you have to know how to get to work. When you make a physical change, one of the most underrated components on it is diet. Most yes. people I train, Joe, have shitty diets. Yes, if- and, and they think they can out-train that. And, and we've all heard the cliche, you can't out-train a bad diet, but people consistently behave as if they can. Now, I'll fight you on that a little bit. I think you cannot train a shitty diet, but no one's willing to do that amount of training. Okay, fair. And I'll give you that. We, I mean, you, you like it, it's that whole like you got to do three thousand burpees to make up for your you know slice of whatever pizza you're eating. Yep. Like, yeah, technically you can do that, but nobody's really willing to do that. That's ridiculous. So what? Yeah, one of the things people see with me actually is, and and I'll throw you in this as well, Joe. They'll see me eat a slice of pizza, mm-hmm. see me eat big steaks, chicken wings, cheesecake factory, whatever I want, but. Y'all forget that I work on my feet all day. When I'm in a gym moving weight for people and loading and unloading bars, I'm doing physical labor all damn day. Yeah. I happen to work out in the morning for an hour and a half, do jujitsu in the afternoon for an hour and a half, and work out at night for an hour and a half to two hours. And when I'm at home, I'm usually standing up. I don't have my ass seated on the couch. Yeah, yeah. If you work at a desk, you can't eat the same as me. So when we talk about that guy who seemingly can't outwork a bad diet, you don't know what he's doing in a day. The quintessential example is Michael Phelps, 10,000 calories a day of Subway and Lucky Charms. Well, that's what happens when you swim 30 hours a week. Yeah, exactly. You can can have some leeway. That's not you. So let's get past that. Diet is going to be your best thing. Now, when it comes to diet – There's all kinds of complicated stuff. I kind of made fun 
uh, when we were doing our sponsorships of vegans. I have no problem with a vegan diet, Joe. Nope, me neither. I have no problem with a, with a carnivore diet. Nope. I have no problem with a paleo diet. I have no problem with the uh, – how does CrossFit put it? I think it's eat some meat, seeds, nuts, berries, and go fuck yourself. There you go. I think that's the <laughs> I, I think that's the, that's, that's I mean, the You might, might be paraphrasing, but yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> There's, there's some other stuff there, but I mean, it's brilliant advice. It's yeah. simple. And in a way you go, you can go on the zone if that's even a thing anymore. I don't know if Barry Sears is still pushing that. There's the Atkins diet. There's this new keto thing where I'm not allowed to carbohydrate, but these things can get complicated. And listen, if you are out of shape and you have poor habits to expect you to all of a sudden weigh and measure and change everything up, it's probably not going to work for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I, and I'll say what I've been saying really all year already is if Fitbits and MyFitnessPal worked, everybody with a Fitbit would be jacked. And we know that's not the case. And so there, there has to be something these people are missing. They're missing. And and I think, Joe, it's, it puts too much pressure on people. We talked about this in the little the last podcast, the New Year, New You one, that that it's really hard for people to just all of a sudden live under this blanket of rules. It's not going to happen. So yeah. we simplified nutrition for you here. Uh, if you want more complicated stuff, you can check out my book, Maximus Body. You can go to josebula.com. I know you've got a bunch of good stuff on there, Joe. You, yeah. you could take a seminar. But it's probably not needed. So let's buzz through these rules. All right, let's do it. Number one, eat real food. Nothing processed closer to nature, the better. Right. This seems to be the hardest thing for people to do. And I get it. We live in a world where everything comes in a package. Mm -hmm. But let's break this down a little bit. What do we mean by real food? If it wasn't a food 100 years ago, it wasn't a food today. Or it isn't a food today. My, my tense is all messed up. <laughs> language perspective. If it's in a package, it's probably not real food. Well, here, here's the it's thing that here's the thing you got to think about, like real food rots. If it sits on your shelf in a stable state for more than a week, it's probably not real food because it's going to have all kinds of chemical additives to help prevent other organisms from breaking it down. And if it's chemically formatted to be uh, avoided, to, to let me rephrase that if it's chemically formulated to withstand being digested do you really want to introduce that into your body i would right? say no yeah i mean like why would you like i want to eat the food that my body wants to digest like i need to give my muscles what my muscles need and my muscles don't need food that's difficult to break down and in nutrients that are hard to get to and those chemical additives that's exactly what they do they make it hard for microorganisms to get in there and rot it so like your your box of pasta sitting on the shelf that's like it's hard it's dry it's difficult for for microorganisms to break it down but like that banana can't stay ripe for two days Right. No, and it's hard. It's hard for people to really understand this sometimes because they they overcomplicate this, Joe. Yeah. But what I what I like to say is, if you can murder it or pluck it from the ground or a tree, it's fair game. Yeah. Yeah. So go look in your cupboard, and you start looking through ingredients, and you see sodium dimethylphosphate. When's the last time you saw that growing in your fucking garden? <laughs> if you don't. Go to Home Depot and, and, and go to the garden center or wherever the hell you go and look at like the, the, the seed wall right. where you can, you, can, you can buy little bags of seeds 
You can't find a potassium chloride seed. Right. You yeah. can't find a red 42 or 43 <laughs> or 49 or 67 or 69 uh. or whatever. You can't find that seed if it doesn't grow or it doesn't make noises and you can't murder it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Like it's really that simple. So what you guys need to do is go home, go through your cupboard. If you don't understand what's in it, just throw it in a big ass garbage bag. Get it's rid really, of it. I mean, if like, you, like that, that you know that bag of chips that's sitting there screaming your name out late at night. Get it out of the house. Don't think that you're going to be able to fight it if it's sitting there. Clear that out. Go go give it to hungry people if that's what you want to do. Make a huge donation to the food shelf. Everything else just toss. Just get it out of there. Less options you have, the easier it's going to be to stay focused. And a lot of people think, Joe, that now they're not. Well, it's actually going to be shocking to people because they're going to have to throw everything they have away. Yeah. But there's hope. So one of the things I hear is, well, I guess this is going to be boring. I can't eat anything good ever again. Well, first of all, when was a ribeye steak with really good mm-hmm. uh, Kerrygold butter on it not taste good? Yeah, yeah. You know, when did a, a baked potato with some real butter and real salt not taste good? You well, can let's, still. Let, let's talk a little bit about treats because people are like, well, yeah, but, you know, like I want to treat once in a while. You know, it doesn't have to be my everyday diet, but like I like to have a, a donut once in a while. Well, my thing is if it's truly a treat – it, then you're not having it every day already, right? If you're having it every day, it's just part of your everyday food. If it's something you have once a week, once every other week, that's a very different thing. So the, my question to people who have a hard time with like the sweet tooth is how long can you go without a treat? You know, you're, yep. you're like, a, like a trained little puppy who has to like, you know, ring the bell and then you get a little treat and you're just sitting there ringing that bell all day long. Like you got to get beyond that. You do. So, Joe, I just went over to my freezer. I don't know if you heard the noise in the background, but I pulled out two ice cream products. Oh, boy. One is Snickers ice cream. It's got skim milk, cream, sugar, corn syrup, peanut butter, whey, cocoa powder, mono uh, and diglycerides, carabine gum, guar gum, salt, carrageenan, uh, sugar, coconut oil, milk, lactose, palm oil, chocolate, cocoa powder, soy, lecithin, uh, corn syrup. Holy shit. It's got a lot of stuff. I have (laughs) corn syrup in there twice. Jesus. (laughs) So, okay. That's that brand. I also pulled out Haagen-Dazs strawberry, Mm -hmm. which is cream, eggs, sugar, and strawberries. Wow. I'm going to argue that the Haagen-Dazs tastes better. It's a really good tasting ice cream. There's another brand that The Rock bought some kind of stock in. It's called Salt and Straw. Okay. And they do the same kind of thing where it's like four ingredient ice cream. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with you eating that ice cream from time to time because I you understand everything in the label, but you start seeing all this, all this other shit. Get rid of it. So the whole argument of, well, I'm not going to be having treats ever again. You can. If you want a cookie, make your damn chocolate chip cookies from yes. scratch. Yeah, be selective. Use real chocolate, real flour. Yeah. Yeah, like, don't 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 settle for those little cookies you buy at the gas station that are just kind of mildly disappointing. Like, get a real cookie, satisfy that and, urge, make it make it worthwhile to to actually like have to get out the flour and the sugar and and beat some eggs and do the whole thing and like make the cookie. Then like it's worth it. It's so much better. You know, if you well, go, I, I did this. I don't know if you ever tried that uh, uh, Halo Top ice cream. 
But like yep. that was a big thing. When paleo was hot, all these people were coming to my gym saying, oh, Halo Top is the best. You can eat all this ice cream. It's very low calorie. It's got like nothing in it. And like I could eat 20 tubs of that stuff because yep. it never like filled the hole. It never satisfied. But like you said, one like a couple of spoonfuls of Hagen dazs and like I was good. Like, so yeah, which one which thing. one is technically better? You know, the, the chemical slurry or just the real stuff? Like I'm going to go with the real stuff and just be done with it. Well, and that's and that's the case with everything. You can't argue this point. It tastes better when yeah. it's real. Yeah. Homemade chocolate chip cookies that your grandmother made taste better than Chips Ahoy from a package. Amen. If if you are a spaghetti person, a pasta person, a pasta person, however the, you you pronounce that, um, I have an Italian grandmother. Her spaghetti that she makes from flour, eggs, and water tastes better than the boxed garbage you've got in your. Yeah. Pantry right now. I promise you, bread, if you if you go into a bakery and there's some little Portuguese woman covered head to toe in flour, and she's making bread from flour and eggs and olive oil and salt and yeast, that tastes better than Wonder Bread. Yep. If you go to the Bellagio in Vegas and you go to their fancy little ass gelato shop, it's real gelato. It's not stuff from like a that's truck in there. Yeah. So you are going to enjoy your life a lot better, too. Joe, you can even take that a step further. What do you think's better, a glass of orange juice or an orange? Oh, an orange, for sure. An olive or olive oil? Give me the olive. Yep. I mean, you're not going to sit and eat a stalk of wheat, but technically a stalk of wheat would probably be better than bread. Yeah. So you just got to think the closest to nature you can get – the better the food's going to be for overall health and wellness. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how a human being was meant to eat. The more hands that touch it, the worse the chances are that it's going to be bad for you. You know, I remember a post that uh, I think Ben Greenfield had it up, and he was even talking about, like, nuts. And these people who say, yeah, you just need to eat, like, a pound of walnuts every day. You know, like, that's that's where you get the, the bulk of your energy. And he said, if you actually think about the amount of calories it takes to, like, gather all of those walnuts and then crack the shells and, you know, clean them and have them ready there. Like it's actually a lot of work. And so realistically, yep. you know, a hunter gatherer man probably was not eating nuts by the handful. You no, know, it was more it, like, like a snack food at that point. And it still took a lot of work, you know, a lot more work than peeling the wrappers off a Snickers bar. Yeah. And, and in that regard, Joe, if you had to de-shell all this stuff yourself, yeah. it's a different, like yeah. I'd rather you buy shelled peanuts than, than, pre-shelled yeah because then you have to work for it you're not going to eat as much or dried fruit you yeah. never sit and eat three pounds of strawberries but you'd eat it if it was dried like candy yeah so yeah, exactly think think the closest it can get to growing in your garden or plucking it off a tree the better it is so if you institute that and do nothing else we say you will achieve your goals well, I'll tell yeah, you, even, even better. whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight or whatever your goals are, you will feel better. Like you will get healthier and a healthier body is a lot easier to regulate your weight. It's it's funny. I read an article the other day on MSN of all places, and it was talking about the four worst foods for inflammation. Yeah. And it was, it was uh, refined sugars, corn syrup, trans fat. And then I stopped reading. I can't remember what the fourth one was, but I was like, this is, this is par for the course. Yeah. 
all just processed garbage. And in that regard, cane sugar is better than just sugar. Yeah, yeah. So like start thinking about putting this stuff in your body. Do that. You'll feel better. You'll look better. And you'll have a great life. All right. Eat real food. Check. Next. Easy. The next rule, I know you don't want to hear this, and I'm not going to get in all the science about it because I hate this argument, but get rid of alcohol. Yep. I'll be straight up. I like a drink every now and then. I get it. You probably do too. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make a change, if you're looking for a cure in a bottle, if you're looking for that magic pill, stop drinking alcohol for 30 days and watch what happens. I've had yeah. numerous people lose 15 pounds in a month just not drinking. Yeah. At the same time, if you're trying to gain muscle, you'll sleep better. You'll have a better hormonal profile. Yeah. It's empty calories. You'll fuel your body better by eating a damn avocado or having some steak. There is nothing redeeming about alcohol. No, and, and, and the behaviors that go along with it. Like you have a drink, you start feeling kind of good, your your inhibitions drop, and then you feel like having a snack, and then the next thing you know, your face is in a bag of nachos or whatever. Yeah, you know. and blah, blah, blah. I get it. It thins your blood. Cool. So does fish oil. So does aspirin. Right? So there's all these other things that like it can do. Or here's the other one, Joe. It's heart healthy because of the polyphenols, resveratol. You you know what? I'm going to challenge that because I understand a lot of the science behind that. I understand a lot of the research that's been done. But let's look at this. Who do you think has better heart health? The guy who's actually aware of his VO2 max and is actually doing like cardiovascular training on a regular basis and is maintaining a healthy body weight or the the guy who's 30 pounds overweight but has a glass of wine every night? Yep. Well, you actually you actually even went for higher hanging fruit than I was going to go to. I was just <laughs> going to say eat a handful of fucking grapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Everyone's like, you can only get resveratrol from, from wine. What do you think wine is made of? It's made from grapes. Just go pick some grapes off your fence yeah. or go to the grocery store and get some dark black grapes, seedless if you want, and just yeah. eat them. Yeah. Like it's not difficult, Joe. No. So if you guys want to make a change, don't argue with us. 30 days alcohol-free. And by the way, I don't think that because you have a drink a day, you're an alcoholic. I don't no. even think that two drinks a day makes you an alcoholic. But if you can't stop drinking for 30 days, you have a problem. Yes. Yes. That's like, the yeah. definition of an alcoholic when you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. So if you can't do this for 30 days, you might want to examine what your relationship oh, and I, and I with promise alcohol you, if, is. If you do stop for 30 days, you will not have the same relationship you had before you did this. It will change because you will see a difference. You will see how it affects you. And that yeah, you can't absolutely. you can't come back from that. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh wow, I really felt crappy when I was drinking. I'm gonna go right back to that. Like you you will not. It will change. You will go from like like you said, a two day you know, two drink a day kind of person to maybe one a week, maybe one every other week. You know, and the further and the further the you more, go down the road, just the the less you require that. You find other ways to deal with life. And the better you're gonna do. I actually recently just having a baby, my sleep's compromised, so I don't ha- I don't drink as much. Yeah. And it's not like I drink a lot ever. You've never seen me no. drunk. But no. um you know, rather than having one every couple of nights, I've just cut it right down because I need my sleep. Mm-hmm. Next one, drink a lot of water, four liters a day. I can't drink that much. I have to pee lots. Too fucking bad. Drink 
water. It'll help flush toxins. Jill Coleman, keep your Jill Coleman had a post on this just recently. She knocks it out of the park. She was like, instead of like carrying around your gallon jug and like force feeding yourself water, just try to make water the priority. You know, instead yeah. of having, you know, 12 glasses of uh, a Coke or, you know, so many cups of coffee a day, like just try to make sure you're getting more water than that. And it's going to start adding up. And my, my yep. big thing is if you like fizzy drinks, like you want to drink your Diet Coke or whatever, like get a, a, a soda stream and do the, the sparkling water. There you go. Yeah. And sparkling water isn't bad for you guys. It's yep. the shit that goes in it. Like the natural so-called flavors, if you want sparkly water, just have like plain old club soda and squeeze a lemon in it. Yeah, or like just get your soda stream and make it your dang self. Yep, like it's easy. easy. So you, yeah. Now, if you do those three things, Joe, we haven't talked about supplements. We haven't talked about BMR. We haven't talked about even types of foods you should eat. No, no. just do those three things, and you are good to go. The final thing that we want to hammer home today is simple rules for weight loss or simple rules for mass gain. There's all kinds of complicated eating structures for both these goals. I don't want you to pay attention to that because you will fail. Again, it's not a new year, new you. You're going to make the same mistakes you did last year and the year before. But most people have a goal to either – I'm going to say lose weight or gain some muscle, Joe. Those are pretty – 99% of the fitness industry, I want to say. So simple rules for weight loss. Number one, no white at night. So past dark, you're not allowed any white food, I guess would be the way I put it, like starchy stuff. So no uh, rice, no spaghetti, no pasta, no sugar, no flour. Cut out all the white stuff. I actually had someone ask me once, uh, God bless Dr. Jennifer Raff. Um, hopefully she's listening. She said, does that mean I'm not allowed cauliflower at night? No, not literally. You can have a chicken breast and some cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. But no starchy stuff at night. The next one, in general, get your carbohydrates from oats, rice, and potatoes. Yeah. Stay away from processed stuff like spaghetti, bread, flour-based meals, almost like the whole gluten-free thing. And I'm not I'm not a huge proponent of the gluten-free diet, right. but essentially you're, it's not the gluten that's the problem. It's just all the processed garbage that, mm-hmm. that goes along with it. Um, don't eat past 7 p.m. It's not a hard 7 p.m. If you work shift work, it turns to three hours before bed. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of science behind this from a you're going to go into a fasting state and burn more calories and your fat. But honestly, like we, we don't we, I don't care about any of that anyway. You know what I mean? It's, no. This is about behavioral change. This is about doing better than you've done in the past. So who cares what your your you know molecular biology is telling you like? Let's just cut the crap out. And let's be honest, and, and we've said it before, most of your bad nutrition decisions happen later in the day. You That's don't wake exactly up in the morning and then like feel like you need to treat yourself. It's it's when you come home from work, you've had a stressful day, and there just happens to be a box of cookies in the in the cabinet. Yep. It's tired, shitty decisions at night. Yep. That's that's the biggest thing. So cut it off. And when, when I did when I did my transformation, like there were nights when I was like, man, I just really need some chocolate. But my rule was, I'll wait until the morning. And if I still want it in the morning, I can have it in the morning because the rule was well, no none of that at night, right? No. And I can I can tell you with me, Joe, 
I've had a drink at night before. Mm-hmm. I've had Doritos at night. I've had ice cream at night. It's rare that at one o'clock in the afternoon, I have one of those things. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's usually at night and it's usually when I'm exhausted and I'm home by myself and bored yeah. or I'm stressed or anxious. The kids yep. stress me out. The wife stress me out, something like that. So just don't eat past seven. If all you have is that boundary, you'll save yourself. Yeah. Don't drink your calories. A glass of orange juice will fill you up far less than uh, how many oranges go in a glass of orange juice? Does anybody know? 10, 15, (laughs) 5, 6. I mean, at least with the real food, you will feel full. I'm always shocked how many empty calories I can fit in a shake and drink and still feel hungry. Yeah. Right? So don't drink your calories. If you're thirsty, drink water. If you require food because you're hungry, eat real food. But shakes, stay away from it. Um, one of the things I noted before moving on to that, that rule, I was at Jumbo Juice the other day and I looked at the calories that are mm-hmm. some of their stuff. There's shakes there that are 1,400 calories. Yeah. And I but bet you can down them in about 15 healthy. seconds. Yep. And they're delicious. And then you're still hungry an hour later. Yeah. So stay away from it. And finally, quality protein. Protein from a Snickers bar doesn't count. Right. Uh, I mean, we shouldn't even go over this rule because if you are eating quality food, you won't go down that road. But make sure your proteins from a high quality source, something like a like a steak, an egg, uh, yeah. dairy can be good if you have no issues with dairy. If you have a problem getting enough, get a good protein supplement. Q, our plug for Night or Performance, N I T O R, performance.com. Use the code Maximus Podcast to get yourself 20% off, but get a good quality protein supplement. Not all proteins are made equal. Nidor is a high quality product. There's a lot out there that is garbage and doesn't follow the real food. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose. So those are weight loss rules. Now for masking, because everyone wants to get jacked at New Year's. Everyone thinks they're going to wake <laughs> up and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when the clock hits 1201. <laughs> It's pretty much the opposite of the simple rules for weight loss. Yeah. Liquid meals. You can get more calories in when it's liquid. So take a blender, some peanut butter, a full avocado, a thing of full-fat yogurt, some Udo's oil or some fish oil, uh, some chocolate, a banana, I don't know, some ice cream. But blend it all up and drink it down. You can get 2,000 calories down the hatch easy. Drinking liquid meals. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and it's a complaint I get. Like, how look? It's so funny, Joe. The people are like I can't eat enough to gain weight. How <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, all the people who are like I can't lose weight, they're just rolling yeah, their yeah. eyes. Like, you know, these two these two camps, they got to get together. We've got to start talking together. <laughs> just pull a switcheroo, right? The sort of support group or have like a sponsor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the next one is eat at night. Yeah, eat late. That's when it's going to be easy to eat a lot of food. It's probably the only time you have to sit down and shovel food in your mouth while you watch TV. It's hard for a lot of people to eat on the go. Yes. Yeah. When, also, you're, when you're at work, you know, you're kind of traveling light and you've only got a few minutes and you're, so you're just scarfing down a few bites so you can get back out and do whatever you've got to do. Like you're not going to sit down and have like a three course meal on your lunch break. Make it a priority to to, to sit down and, and treat yourself to a big ass dinner. Yep. You know, it's actually something sumo wrestlers do, Joe. They yeah. eat themselves sick before bed, like yeah. just before bed. And by the way, nobody in the day that's fit wants to feel that that post Thanksgiving meal feeling. Right. I don't even yeah. know what 
call it, like the food coma. Yeah. Or, or the, you're, yeah, the, you're, you're not going to the gym. Like, you, if you're going to go to the gym on Thanksgiving, you go before you eat. That's just common knowledge. So, like, just think about that a little bit. You know, a couple of guys and the professor from jiu-jitsu today invited me to the Brazilian barbecue. And I'm like, guys, I'll be done for the day. Yeah, like, that's the end. Your barbecue for lunch and eat myself sick because I'm morally obliged to because it's all you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> will be out of for the day. So that's why we say eat at night to get your calories in. Mm-hmm. And then final thing, you're having a hard time eating. It's really hard to eat the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So one of the tricks you actually taught me about this, Joe, mm-hmm. alternate sweet and salty. Yep. If, if you're eating a bunch of ice cream, I actually saw this on Man versus Food. Uh, Adam Richmond was trying to eat a two-gallon ice cream sundae. Jeez. It was two gallons of ice cream, a pound of whipped cream, eight bananas, a bunch of nuts, like half a pound of almonds. It was disturbing. Wow. Anyway, partway through, he started slowing down, and he actually made a comment. He goes, I, I make an impulsive, rash, but strategical decision. I order a plate of French fries. Mm-hmm. And you think, like, eating a two-gallon thing of ice cream, you got no room for fries. Having the salty fries allowed him to go back to the sweet yeah because the the sweet thing gets just overcharged in your brain like it's like enough we've had enough we've had enough so you have something salty and your brain's like oh that's kind of good give me more of that and that that off switch is now reset and you go back to eating sweet and it's like you weren't even full in the first place and then you're done so so start alternating stuff and that works the same way one of the reasons why i say you'll never get fat on a diet of steak and butter because you'll flavor fatigue first yeah yeah you will ribeye's good for dinner ribeye's good the next day for breakfast the 15th meal in when you're trying to choke (laughs) down a ribeye steak you're just not going to eat it anymore like you're not going to have the calories so by giving yourself from variety you'll 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 have more well, and I also so, want to point out, like, the, the difference between gaining and losing can be very slight. Like, you don't have to force feed yourself constantly to gain weight because you're not going to gain just healthy weight, right? Like, the, the, the window needs to be just kind of slight. So it's, it's more like if you're trying to gain weight, start small. Eat an extra meal. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, maybe cut one out and give it time. And, and, then, and, and that's the really big thing is you have to give it time. You have to give it a couple of weeks, let your body adjust to where you're at and stay consistent so that you can actually step on a scale and say, what's happened here? You know, if you have you access know, to, like, to like doing body fat testing, like that's, that's when you want to say, is the adjustment that I made actually working? I, I love the simplicity of that. If you guys are near a computer, go on the Google or the YouTube and look up <laughs> Eat Less, Move More, Mad TV. Yes, yes. It's a skit that's like, what do I do to lose weight? Eat less, move more. That sounds complicated. Can I just take a pill? Really? Eating less, moving more is complicated? Yeah, but how does it work? You eat less and you move more. I mean – it's, it's funny that you put it like that, Joe, because people are looking for these calorical uh, – these nutritionalists are, are – and I don't know if I'm saying that right. But nutritionalists, they're always looking to do calorical uh, exchanges and numbers and, and yeah. calculations and stuff. And it gets complicated. Just cut out a meal. Yeah, It's that simple. You don't need to get – 
you know, 432.54 repeating calories well, okay. a day. I, let me share a little uh, experience I had. So with my new job, uh, one of the things they do at the gym is an actual resting metabolic assessment where you, you yep. just sit in a chair, you had to breathe into this mask and the computer is like doing all these calculations based on your, uh, your uh, carbon dioxide exchange, yada, yada, yada. And what it ends up telling you is at rest, what does your body actually burn? Because like, what's the average? It's like, I don't know, 2000 calories for a, for a basal metabolic rate plus whatever you need for your general activity. My basal metabolic rate was like 3,200 calories. I mean, it was like 1,200 over the norm. And then for adjusted for activity, it's closer to like 4,200. So if I've been chronically eating like 1,500 calories a day for a long, long time, like you can assume that my metabolism is kind of broken, right? If I've been eating two, I don't know, 2,500 for a long time and I'm just kind of holding still, like you can still see like how is my body able to do this if that's what it requires and this is the weight that I'm maintaining. It's like this, this amount of stress that you get in there. So is the answer to go in and get this exam and do this test, get an exact number, and then, like I mentioned earlier, have your little app where you're plugging in, like I had 4.35 ounces of white chicken breast plus, you know, one tablespoon perfectly measured of butter plus two dashes of salt plus three cloves of garlic plus, you know, whatever else you had that meal, like, do you actually need to sit down and do that work? And I'm going to tell you right now, the science that all of that is based off of is as old as the government agencies that did the research. You know, when they tell you how many vitamins and minerals are in an apple, that was based on an apple they picked back in 1912. Like things have kind of changed since then. Apples don't have the same nutrition anymore. You know, tomatoes don't have the same nutrition anymore. A lot of these things are adjusted. So these are moving targets. So what you see on the back of the package is like an average. And it's not like every exact Snickers bar has exactly 250 calories in it. Some of them might have 251. Some of them might have 247. It's about just based on like how all that stuff mixes together. So it's not going to be an exact science any way you slice it. So how are you going to deal with it? Like, keep it simple, right? Just move more, eat less, done. Yes, for sure. And that's and that's the thing. Just cut out a meal. Like, mm-hmm. what you were saying, when you started going over, I remember you sent me those calculations. And honestly, Joe, I, I clued out. I had no clue what half of them meant. Yeah. Like, it's like kind of cool to know. Hey, like, my body requires more energy than the average. It's cool, I guess. Like, you does, know, that, does that give me and, license to just eat like an asshole? Like, no. Like, I still have to in, figure this stuff out. In the spirit of, of being honest, because I don't like bad-mouthing you behind your back, when no. you said that to me, I'm like, this fucking science guy. Why the <laughs> fuck am I friends with this guy? I'm like, oh, yeah, because of things like this, because he is really smart and knows about science. But it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm the opposite. Can I just eat a little less? Yeah. Or like, can I just have an extra meal? So but you're that's, trying to that's gain, the key. Like, it's, eat an it's, extra meal. It's a little bit less, right? It's not like you have to starve yourself to lose weight. You know what I mean? It's like you should just maybe be a little bit hungry part of the time. Or if you are hungry, you don't immediately have to jump on the stuff your face wagon. You know, yep. if you're trying to gain weight and you're a little bit hungry, go eat. Like it, that yeah. that right there will work for most people. Easy. And done. Yeah. So follow these rules and you'll get where you need to go. That's it for the damn podcast, Joe. 
All right. Like it's just oh. not complicated. So you guys listen to this, rewind it. If there's a rewind function on the internet, I think you just drag the, the little the little sticky back, thing like 30 back. Seconds. Um, in, in, in other news, Joe, I bought my kid a VCR for Christmas because yeah, I wanted I him that. to get That's something amazing. that I yeah. wanted as a kid. Um, he thought it was really cool till he realized the pain <laughs> of someone not having rewound a videotape. Oh, like, kind. I got you, Rewind. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then we were watching it, and I started yelling at him to fix the tracking. He started crying. <laughs> I don't know what tracking is. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> you know, I had, I had to teach him. But yep. tracking's like a little button you push. <laughs> um, but seriously... Uh, rewind it, listen to it again, and follow these rules, and then put your effort into working out hard. Yeah. If you follow these rules, you'll have, I don't know what the number these days is, Joe, that we go by, but what, a 95% perfect diet? Yeah. Well, I mean, think like if if you do 80% of a diet, you're going to get 80% of the benefit. How much benefit do you really need? You know what I mean? Like, do you you have to follow the, uh, the, uh, there's a really low carb, like keto protocol for people with cancer. Like, if you've got cancer, yep. you follow that diet. There's no doubt. Yep. If you don't have cancer, do you really need to follow that 100% or can you get away with, like, 85, 90? Right? Yeah. Like, just make improvements. Just just improve. Nope. Like, just eat real food, cut out the alcohol, and drink more water. And you know what? Maybe try to eat more veggies. Done. There we go. Yeah. The other thing, Joe, is is with the with the calories thing, because that's what everyone's going to counter. What about calories? Aren't they important? Yep. I have met so many people that complain that it's hard to eat enough calories when you eat clean. Mm-hmm. It really it's, is. It's almost impossible. Like you are not getting fat on broccoli and 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 chicken breast and steak. Yep. The stuff that makes you fat is the processed garbage. Yep. So that's it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as my son says. Yeah. So that's all, Joe. We all right. are good. So you Wrap guys try this out. Let us know. Please interact with us at themaximuspodcast.com. Buy yourself a membership. Uh, Come on and talk with us. Uh, If you like these rules, if you don't like these rules, there's a lot of conversation that goes back and forth. Um, And and also check us out on Instagram uh, at Joe underscore Cebula, C-E-B-U-L-A, and at Bobby Maximus. And we would love to continue this conversation, you guys. Last of the